Welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, July 31st. Uh, remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, somebody's got to win that money. And, uh, well, it was almost me yesterday in, in the WNBA. We'll get to the other stuff in a second. But, you know, this this part of the show is about feeling positive. We're, again, giving praise to Haywood Highsmith for the opportunity to not have to work for, like, a year or two here. It's very nice. We're, again, enjoying yesterday. So many good calls here in this WNBA slate. Sabrina was smashing, and then they took her out, and then LA came all the way back, and then left her out to like three minutes left. It was like an eight point six point game or something. I'm like, what are you doing? That coach is just playing around. Everybody else in the WNBA plays their starters to like two minutes left. Freaking Sandy Brondello or whatever. <clears throat> anyway, look at this Brittany Sykes four point five percent amazing call. Michelle Onyewede ten percent great call. Sammy didn't play at all. It just some tough, some tough breaks there, but no tough breaks here. That was all my bad, guys. To the few of you who watched yesterday, I'm glad it was so few. Things went so badly with my Atlanta call. This is the first 60 to zero of the year, and I gotta say, thanks to Haywood Highsmith because I don't give a shit about this at all. I'm sorry, I don't give a crap about this at all. I don't know if I'm supposed to curse on YouTube, but yeah, this is fine. And uh, I made my call. I said, hey, I don't think Atlanta's gonna score a lot. And then they smashed, and the chalkiest parts of their uh, a lineup are what smashed the most. So that smashed me right out of uh, contention yesterday. Hopefully it did not smash you. I saw at least a few of you. Or uh, you use your gut, man. Sometimes when I say stuff, you're like, ooh, my gut does not like that. And you know what you should do? You should listen to that gut. Well, we don't need to go over it too much, though, because none of the other calls mattered when that Atlanta call was so badly wrong. Plus, I think then I... I up them, yeah. Up there, uh, I manually adjusted some batters for other teams as well, and so I wound up getting to like way too few Atlanta stacks. I think I had literally zero. That wasn't even my advice. I was like slight fading them in the video. So, you know, if you had 10, 20 percent Atlanta stacks, you didn't wind up with 20 zeros like that. But anyway, so yeah, Verlander was fine, but also yeah, I guess my pitchers kind of stank. And again, leverage arms, man. I'm telling you all the time, play the the leverage arms plays. Although I guess. Scooball and Kopech were at the top of that list, and at the bottom were Savali and Maeda. So they were in there with one of the studs. So I don't know, maybe a quarter of your lineups worked out. It was a rough one out there. Do we have any other pitchers that weren't? Yeah, Yarbrough, but one percent owned. I can't be okay. Mats was one where maybe I could have could have had him on the list. Yeah, maybe being too picky, leaving Mats off at that price against the Cubs. Eh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not changing my behavior based on that. Okay. Let's refresh. Oh, weather. I've already refreshed the weather once. Uh, yeah, winds in in Chicago. So that's a real deal for those those pitchers. It'd be a little bit um, nicer now. And then this is worrisome. So biggest news of the slate is what is the weather like in Colorado? If you have a friend who lives in Colorado, get them to text you what the weather is like in Colorado. Get them to text you how bad it's going to You know, like you can check the radar and stuff, but get a sense of what it's like on the ground from the people who are, you know, like the people who are going to call the game or not. So, like, I got friends in whatever Colorado Rapids. Gary, Melinda, you send me a text, okay? Like, figure it out. If you're watching this, very unlikely, but, you know, I'll send you guys a text. Figure out what's going on in Colorado today, because, you know, we can look at radar, we can guess that, but it's really about what's the attitude like in the area, right? When Whether they're going to call the game or whether they're going to trudge out there. Because people in Colorado are also nuts like that. Like, they like to go out in the rain and stuff, and this isn't that cold, right? Like, Number temperature, because I don't think, yeah, if it's going to be like 
I don't know, 70 in a flood. That's not that bad of weather for, for Denver. That's almost like a spa day for them. So I, we'll have to see what the, what the attitude's like uh, around Denver, around like, I don't know what that is, four o'clock Pacific time. So make sure to be around your computers. It's too bad, you know, it's too bad, but also I've always liked the weather. I like it that we can gamble on the weather to an extent now. So it's too bad that that's basically what this slate comes down to. Do you gamble on the weather or not? Because look at this. I mean, like late start times, what else do we have? we got a few other games here. But if you have a whole bunch of San Diego and Colorado, I mean, I would have a bunch of both of them, right? Because it's like an amazing spot to play baseball, even in the rain. going to be a lot harder to field in the outfield, more bouncing ball triples, maybe even an inside the parker or something there today. So, yeah, that's definitely in focus for me. And then we'd only have these pivots. So, actually, that's not too bad. Arizona pivot there. Okay. Might be worth taking the chance and then waiting all the way until 5, 5.30 Pacific time. So that's on the East Coast. Hopefully you're still awake to make that pivot. Um, but but have a look at the weather all the way up until this lock time because that's the whole slate. I mean, okay, now I will t- I will say the pitchers. That's always part of the more core part of the show. Today it's all about the weather, though. I mean, one of the pitchers is, is ruled out by the weather as well because Lugo is like right on the borderline because he's a really underpriced, decent pitcher. Yes, he's in Colorado. But he's really underpriced and decent. So, like, I was going to take a stab and then the weather thing. So that was like the, you know, that pushed me over the edge to not taking my stab. But if I had 150, I'm definitely taking a stab. I'm only doing 20 now. I got to take it down until I get better luck in baseball or, you know, whatever. I don't honestly like it's been fine. I've enjoyed saying it. I don't really want to use up my luck for $10,000 on a baseball slate. When I can see even for the freaking Hall of Fame game. I got 50k up top you know i guess i'm not i'm not doing the 100k gpp for baseball but you know like the base the, there's just so many more competitions for football coming right around the corner that this isn't the month i want to use my luck anyway i'm just going to keep my head down maybe I, you know maybe i bust one ten thousand but i'm only going to do it with 20 entries on a one fifth so this is my 20 entries that's why you see uh order of magnitude fives here you can translate that to whatever it is for you if you're doing 150 or single entries right so okay the calls are studs to stuff for pitchers today. Tyler Glass now. Uh, Charlie Morton. Those are the studs we're stuffing. I guess Pivetta is now ownership is where it should be. Earlier today, his ownership was weirdly low. So we'll keep an eye out for what's going on with Pivetta. Um, but I think I think he counts as a stud. He's going against Seattle, right? I mean, Seattle's the worst. I mean, the second worst, whatever. The worst on the slate is Minnesota even on the slate. Yeah, Minnesota is not even on the slate. So... San Francisco and Seattle are the teams that we are targeting. You might have noticed that I have Ryan Nelson in here. I bet no, none of your other touts have Ryan Nelson in the pool today. Uh, very few of them will, but I do, because San Francisco's bad, and they can strike themselves out. And yeah, Ryan Nelson ain't great. Let's see what we got for expectations over here. Four strikeouts over five innings. So that's the thing. That's where I disagree and why I've bumped it up from the uh, expectations, because San Francisco strikes themselves out. When you go over to their... Strikeout rate per nine, San Francisco's 9.5. So even though Ryan Nelson's not great at strikeouts, San Francisco's real bad at not striking out. Let me refresh this. Maybe it's even worse. Every time I do this, it's freaking even worse. 9.5 now, I don't know if that was worse. But Seattle, Minnesota, these teams are just getting worse and worse because they don't care about it. I mean, why would you care about it? It's not correlated with wins and losses. San Francisco's doing fine. So, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's the kind of thing where these are known problems that the teams aren't really doing anything to fix. So I'm just going to keep on driving through that hole. Uh, so then our leverage arms, uh, Andrew Abbott. Don't get that. I guess he's overpriced, but overpriced pitcher is perfect for me. An overpriced pitcher that nonetheless has an amazing expectation for the day. I mean, he's going against Chicago. That's that 
that was weather wind blowing in winds at his back as well. I mean, heck, I might boost this up a little bit more, twenty to thirty-five or something. If I if I feel the, the yeah, I want to be at least double the feel on this because that's that's a I got that guy. Um, and then Kirby and Bur- I mean Burns could burn me really bad to only be well. I'm I don't understand why the field is off Burns. I'm gonna have to do some digging on that. There's yeah, don't get that at all. He's overpriced too. But again, if that's the reason we're getting leverage on on uh, Abbott and and Burns is just they cost too much. That's not a good reason to avoid a pitcher. That's a good reason to avoid maybe a hitter because, I mean, hitters don't go off as regularly as pitchers. But don't avoid a pitcher because he's – I mean, look at me. I, I've manually adjusted my expectation for burns down. You understand that I'm also not really getting here after consultation with council and dues. But I don't think 15% I don't – I might revert him. What, what was his – he was like 16 point, just slightly better. Yeah, because I think he's slightly better than these other guys. Maybe not than Abbott, though. Eh, okay. Okay, I'm pulling him back. I'll leave I'll leave Pavetta up there because he's got Seattle as an opponent. But I'm gonna pull these guys back because I really I got no distinguishing to me, Abbott, Kirby, Burns, Strowman. I've adjusted their their projections to be dead on because I don't have any lean at all with these guys in terms of the actual projection. Obviously, that results in crazy different values, but as I just said, a whole bunch value a pitcher. No, 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 no. Don't I mean sometimes like Probably some of these guys wind up being valuable. That's why Lugo was maybe more in play. But that's not what you're looking for, a pitcher. You're looking for, because I mean, look at you go over to batters. Well, not, I went to team stacks because that's what I always do next. But today we've got like one really good batter and he's incredibly valuable. So you should probably plug in Dominic Canzoni today, assuming he does bat fifth at San Francisco. That's pretty late though. You're going to have to make sure that actually does pan out, but he's been batting there and he's been mashing. So I'm totally on it. I think I might goose that even more. Yeah, I, I'm going to goose that even more. I fully expect him to hit 8.5. So I'm goosing him. And do I got anybody else up here that needs goosing? 9.4 to Camposano. Eh. I don't need to goose Colorado any more than it's already goosed, given that I might exit off due to weather. Uh, yeah, we'll see if I goose any more of these stacks. That's So that's what I do. When I decide, like, either I will choose my stacks after I make my simulation run, or I will goose the pit. Like, once we get the uh, batting orders... I will run through and I'll let the projections run again. And then I'll have a look at the new projections by team and, and see if I want to goose any projections myself, if there's specific guys that I think are better than other ones, because that's where you get, you know, you can, everywhere you can use your gut, you should be applying your gut. Cause that's the only, like, not the only edge you have, obviously you can play positive EV matchups, whatever good strategy, but that's like a tactic you can do every day. That only you can do is listen to your gut. So you should listen to your gut every single day, every single day. When I say a thing, you should react to it. And that reaction is either, oh, okay, cool, that sounds good. I like what he's saying there. Or, I mean, I don't like it. Or, mm, I need to dig more. I think he's missing something or he's making this. He said it based on something. And I don't know if that underlying thesis worked. You just react to it how you're reacting and follow that gut as far as it goes. All right. I think I said all my things about the pitchers. Yeah, I told you all these guys. I told you I'm playing Ryan Nelson. This is maybe my I'm playing him. You can decide what your gut tells you about that play. Uh, I also, yeah, I just, no lean on these pitchers. I got to have a whole bunch of them to f- feel like a few of them are going to pan out. And same thing with the, the um, assuming that the San Diego-Colorado game doesn't play, I don't really have super strong lanes. Obviously, don't really want to play against Atlanta again, even though that's immediately the way I feel looking at who's the pitcher. How is the, what? Morton versus Atlanta. Who is versus Morton? Who's... Who's the Angels pitcher? Is it not? Do, do we not know who the Angels pitcher is yet? Huh. Uh, okay. Well, then I definitely am not. 
Not oh versus Atlanta at Atlanta. Griffin Canning. We're targeting Canning that much? No way. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm, I'm almost I'm almost adding Canning to the pool as a contrarian piece. If he's really going to be less than one percent owned, he's fine. He's fine. I mean, this is so. This is dicey. Don't do this. This is this is definitely my. I'm adding this guy to the pool, but you shouldn't. So I don't I don't buy this anti Canning whatever stuff's going on. So. Number one, not going to be on Atlanta again. It's going to kill me again. I'm not Xing them out. They're clearly fine, but I'm more on canning than I am. Let's see, where is Atlanta? Are they striking out? My my gut is that if they don't hit home runs, they're striking out. My gut's a little wrong. They're eight point two. They're at ten. Well, then I'm not going to go all the way to putting him in the pool, um, because that that's not all the way justified. Now, yeah, fourteen is justified though. I, I I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna because he doesn't even even need to go wild. And this kind of leverage, like 1% is mistake. So I think that's leverage for sure, even at like whatever I get to, 5 10%. So I'll take 5 to 10% leverage on, on whatever this weird, like everybody riding Atlanta coattails forever is. Because it don't work like that. I mean, you watch enough baseball. You watched Sunday night last night, right? I mean, and actually this year, I don't even know if that's an upset for Baltimore to beat the crap out of the Yankees. But uh, I'm pretty sure if you look before, well, actually, I guess people were more on Kramer than Seve by 2 to 1. So I, I don't know what the – I assume that always the field is going with New York kind of like just because they live there in, on average, but maybe not. Um, and so same thing with Atlanta. I feel like this is just mushing. People are mushing and mushing. I more am sensitive to these signals. Milwaukee, Houston, Arizona, these are bad teams. So the fact that they have high implied – I mean, no offense if you're from the areas, but you're not mashing them like these other guys at the top of the list are. So those are probably where I'm finding my leverage for stacks. Uh, let me write this down so I actually remember it because it's always hard for me to recreate this. I want to make sure. So Milwaukee, Houston, and Arizona, I said, for the stacks. I don't think I'm going to make any wild calls there uh, stack-wise. Yeah, no other wild calls. Obviously, you're going – I mean, I guess I should put San Diego and Colorado on this list. So if I'm doing that, I'm crossing off. I'm going to put them in parentheses and then the other three as well, just because I, I don't think I'm not sure that game plays. And so I want to give you guys uh, my, my read, even if that game doesn't play. Okay. Let's see if we got any, uh, that's great for you guys. Any new prize picks? It wasn't looking too hot. Not going to play this. No, sir. Not enough. All right. Not playing your prize picks. Check underdog one, two, three, four. Okay. That's an underdog card. Is anybody against anybody? I just, I can't do the Acuna. Like, I, I can't take the under there. He's just, he's rocking it. And you know, I just almost added Kaming to the pool. So I'm kind of on this move, but I can't, I'm not putting money on it. Like, you just saw me undo my canning. Did I all the way undo the canning play? No, I kept it in. Well, if I'm keeping money behind the canning play, 10 bucks anyway, I might add this because this is my fourth pick. If I have four picks on underdog, it's fine. Um, expected value wise. So we'd have Freelick over strikeouts, Stroman over. Uh, strikeouts, Bassett over strikeouts, and then under uh, Acuna, 2.5 hits, runs, and RPIs. And those other guys were at 0.5 strikeouts. Don't take over any other number. Uh, over 4.5 strikeouts for Stroman and ov over 1.5 walks for Bassett. I do like that. I might forget it. I won an underdog thing recently. I don't know if I have. Oh, I have 80. Okay. Yeah, I'll throw five on that for sure right now. Pop it in the chat. All right, guys. Um, so that'll be coming. And uh, yeah. But besides that, that's all I got for today's slate. Remember, uh, you're good enough. You're strong enough. And gosh darn it. Somebody's got to win that money. Might as well be us.